lot of stuff going on. We got a March Madness bracket. We have spring training continuing, and we're pretty close to opening day at this point. Um, and we got a uh, Thomas finally went in something. So yeah, that's all next. Air horn. <laughs> oh, that was an air horn. Okay, so we're just gonna kind of breeze through the March Madness bracket. Uh, some matchups that I think will be like fun. Creighton UCSB. I just love UCSB. It's always interesting to see what Virginia does in the first round, and this is a pretty good Ohio team. Um, Oregon VCU. Be great to see Grand Canyon just get absolutely murdered by Iowa. LSU St. Bond's gonna be good. Colorado Georgetown's gonna be good because Georgetown's like incredibly hot at the moment. Uh, I think Michigan State BYU will be good. UConn Maryland. And uh, UNC Wisconsin. I had no idea who to take in that one. Texas Tech Utah State. I feel like Utah State's pretty underrated. Florida Virginia Tech. Both teams I like. And uh, Loyola Chicago Georgia Tech is gonna be amazing. Like, ACC champion 9 seed. And team that was basically ranked for 13 weeks straight. 8 seed. <laughs> That's so disrespectful to the NBC. Tennessee, Oregon State, because I just do not trust Tennessee. Uh, we got... Hopefully Rutgers just destroys Clemson. That, that'll be great. And then uh, the one everyone's excited for is Michigan. Florida State. We're just assuming some of these will happen. Kansas, Iowa. I feel like Arkansas, Ohio State's a sleeper. We have the Women's Frozen Four. Uh, at the moment, Ohio State, Boston College is about to start. And we have Minnesota, Duluth. There's Northeastern set. And then Ohio Wisconsin's also in it. So, that. Yes, happening. Alright. Um, coming up, we have spring training. Bunch of stuff going on. I have, uh, I have some takes. Uh, before this, though. So, Yak Radio is being moved to the Yak Dish, but it's still gonna be on this feed, too. They recorded onto the Yak Dish. So, it's like... You can get it on the Yak Dish and on Yak Radio, starting now. Um, that's happening. Alright. So, yeah. This, this will air on the Yak Dish, also. From here on up. Okay. Looking at the standings. Kansas City. Real deal. 12-3. and three. Looks amazing. They've won five in a row. They're a plus 35 differential. Two and a half games up on second place. It's just like everything's clicking. They outscored their opponents 91-56. to 56 And only have one loss. And six wins at home. Amazing. Uh, they're just, they're young talents going. Like, it, it's, I, I don't, I, I'm not ready to say this is going to translate to, like, a playoff run, but, I don't know, the once, uh, woeful AL Central is now kind of intriguing. Except Detroit. Detroit's just been awful for the past half decade. Um, they've slowed down a little, but Colorado, for a while there, looked pretty amazing. They're 7-7 seven seven now, which is still, like, <laughs> that's still 
plenty good for them. I mean, what is that team? That's Charlie Blackman and a bunch of, like, stiffs. They have a lot. No, it's like, their roster doesn't scream young talent. Um, look at their depth chart. You're looking at Ryan McMahon. <laughs> uh, Charlie Blackman. It's not amazing. Their lineup's like, oh, Ramil Tapia? I love Tapia. He's awesome. Oh yeah, Story's been good. Blackman, McMahon. CJ Crone, he's injured, but like, new Sam Hilliard is just getting plunked. Brendan Rogers and Elias Diaz. But they're pitching. I feel like it's kind of underrated. Herman Marquez, he's something else. Kyle Freeland, yeah. John Gray, that's like their big three. And then they have Antonio Senzatella and Austin Garmer. And then their bullpen's a bunch of guys who, like, were totally given up on. And then they've kind of unleashed Daniel Bard, Michael Givens, Scott Oberg, uh, Robert Stevenson, Yancy Almonte, and Jordan Sheffield. So, yeah. Um, it's a pretty good team. I don't know why we're so surprised. It's just... I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. So, yeah. It's not, not like any of the guys they got in the Arenado move um, have really, like, been, <laughs> uh, equisential in their, um, in this little run they're having. They've dropped back-to-back, -back, but still. <laughs> the Rangers just went out and scored 17 runs, like, a week ago. Thought that was noteworthy. But, um, yeah, Texas is 6-5. and five. Oh, which I wanted to mention. Six and five. A game above 500. Right. That's fourth place in the Cactus League. And then you got... Minnesota, two games below 500. Not that awful. Six and eight. And they're fourth to last in the Grapefruit League. So, um, there, there's... I think we could do a little better with balance of power. Which is kind of odd. <laughs> and then, um... The twins are feast or famine, like, so if they start, they start 2-0, and and then they, uh, drop four straight, so it's like, we're 2-0, and oh, now we're, okay, we lost four in a row, and then, uh, one of those games was 14-6, to and it's like, oh, yep, we're back on track, we get three, uh, three in a row, three, um, three wins in a row, <laughs> and then they lose back-to-back, -back, get a win, tie and two more losses but somehow that's six and eight i just thought that was noteworthy oh another thing that happened this week jordan hicks is yeah he's back from tommy john uh it's uh match shortstop oh lindor no it's actually luis guillaume yeah guillaume um, anyways, Hicks was back from Tommy John and walked him, but it took him 22 pitches, so there were a lot of foul balls involved. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, this is cool. The Marlins are winning the Grapefruit League. Yay, 5-2. and two. 
But they're a game and a half behind the Yankees. So yeah, this is why we have extra innings. Oh, actually, they're 6-2. New York is 11-4. Speaking of on fire, Yanks have won 7 in a row. The differential is only plus 10. I'm so obsessed with this. I don't know what I'm like, Kansas City's only won five in a row. The Yankees have won seven in a row. They're on abs- like, they were four and four. They turned that into 11 and four in seven games. Crazy. Boston actually looks okay. Um, Jeter Downs has been, actually, they're only two and a half out of, oh, uh, would you say Miami? <laughs> or New York? Who's winning because games behind? They're two and a half games behind with the Mets. Um, but yeah, there's some guys that like Jeter Downs is really hot right now. Kiki looks pretty good. And yeah, so, Boston. Uh, Baltimore was 3-10 and 10 when I wrote that. Now they're 4-11. and 11. One of those wins came 12-3. to 3. Uh, They got their differential from minus 31 to minus 28, but it's been kind of a nightmare spring training. Meanwhile, they're not even last in the Grapefruit League. Uh, that would go to Houston. At three and nine. All these ties are really like screwing up the games played. Split squads also. Yeah. Uh, if we want to go to stats, there were 29 players with an OPS over one. Uh, that number is what? Five now? Might be even four. Th- those are, um, Brandon Nimmo is probably the best player in baseball at the moment. And then, uh, it was five. Now we're back up to 11. It's really all over. But, yeah. Jacques Peterson on Chicago has been killing it. Nemo's cooled down a little, but he's still awesome. Pete Alonzo, uh, going nuts. Like, he's, I don't know what that 2020 was. We'll just call it an aberration. Corey Seager, sure. I mean, he's, yeah, he's just riding that World Series wave. Akil Badu on the Tigers. Uh, sure. Tyler O'Neill, who I've always liked. Bobby Dahlbeck. That's that's the Boston guy who's really been awesome. We have Josh Rojas. Michael Chavis. Jonathan Aruwas. So, like, three of these guys are on Boston. Of the 11 guys. Um, with a plus one OPS. And then Jorge Mateo on Padres. I'm trying to think of ways to, uh, get mad at Josh Bell, but, like, he's got a 998 OPS. It's like, no, it's still a small sample size, but it's like, no longer kind of ridiculously small. Where I can't say, ah, oh, he'll just phase out of this. He probably still will, but like. Oh, meanwhile, Bobby the Goat Wit, just killing it. <laughs> He's been so good for Kansas City. Um, I was watching game day, and it was like, oh, Dietrich is batting, now the Reds playing? No, he's actually on the Yankees, so, uh, <laughs> I, I guess I missed some free agency moves. If you want to go to hit by pitch tracker, honestly, not much happened. We still have India up there. It was, yeah, it's still the three guys. McNeil, now Dietrich is there. That's actually how I found out. And we have Jake Knoll still. So really no change, except Dietrich got up. It's not a top four. <laughs> I was watching Cubs White Sox. Um, and I love that thing Eric Sogard does where he, like, breathes down the neck of the player taking a lead off second base. It's like Tim Anderson trying to get off. 
And Sogar just like right before the pitch, he just like sprints at him, and then he like gets back in time. <laughs> it's so weird. The guy I like is uh, Jake Marisnik, because he's just like it's just a routine grounder that he just kind of like you know a weak ball, easy play. But he gets this crazy jump out of the box, and he's a righty, and he's just like booking it. He's going as fast as possible, and he still gets thrown out pretty easily. But he like makes it a stressful play. So yeah. Uh, for some reason, Cubs White Sox went ten innings. So I don't know. And then they ended up tying anyways. Uh, not sure what to do with that. Gonzalez has been really good, Marwin. I was looking at strikeout percentage, which is interesting. Uh, you'd be amazed. Well, yeah, there's kind of some normal names up here. Tim Anderson's leading it. He's only struck out like twice in 30 plate appearances. Arenado, sure, he's always up there. Jonathan Aruez on Boston. He's amazing, actually. Pilar, I really love that move by the Mets. They got Pilar. And then Altuve. That's been pretty good. And then you go the other way, most strikeouts. <laughs> Bobby Dahlbeck, but he, he's just been so awesome. Like, if the home run's kind of inflated his OPS, but still. Paul Tazong's been oof. And then Schwarp. Trace Thompson, by the way. That, uh, that Arizona experiment's not going well. Um, just do a little college baseball. So we had, like, Florida was this, um, preseason, all-in, everybody was picking them to win the, uh, College World Series team. And then they start out 1-2, and two, and it's like, oof. Oof. But, um, they bounce back a little. By the way, that team that beat them two times out of three Ole Miss is up to number four, so um, maybe it's defensible. Anyways, they're 13-4. and four. Ole Miss is 13-3, and three, as is Mississippi State. Vanderbilt, and then Arkansas is leading the pack. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Uh, some other teams. Georgia Tech is 12. That's fun. UCSB, 9-5. Michigan, 7-1. They, they, uh, they're now in the mix. And then Oregon State's been awesome. Awesome. Okay, so uh, Justin Thomas won the players. One of the biggest golf tournaments there, sure. Uh, we had a uh, Harry Higgs thing that was brief and ended very quickly when he saw uh, the 17th, which was just a nightmare for, like, everybody. I think everybody put it in the water. That's what it felt like on 17 at least once. Uh, yeah. Fitzpatrick off to a hot start. I, I, these are notes I took on Thursday. I said Fitzpatrick's out to a hot start, but it doesn't usually translate. <laughs> Nailed that one. Uh, this is the biggest purse of the year, 15 million. So, uh, Thomas will not. Defending champion Rory didn't defend his title great. He had double water shots on the, uh, the 18th, and then it didn't go well. Paul Casey was tied for fourth at one point, quadrupled the 18th, and then he was in 54th. So yeah, um... Random stat, Sergio Garcia had two eagles, uh, for the first time since Riviera 2012. Uh, obviously Sergio also did not do great. Stenson shot an 85 round one, worst round of his career, which was actually kind of surprising. Nah, quintuple, oof, nah, Kevin Nah, quintuple bogeyed, and then, um, 
withdrew, so yeah. Yeah, like right after. Lowry actually got like eighth. That was awesome. Brian Harmon also came out of nowhere. Uh, Thomas, he was one of the guys on my list. How did they do? My list. Well, anyways, I had to read that. That, that. that was okay. I mean, he made the cut. Uh, JT, obviously, he won. Kyung barely made the cut. DJ didn't actually do much. I thought he would do more. And then Kinley and uh, Xander were both kind of awful. Sam Burns has been really bad since he blew that 54-hole lead at the Genesis. Like, I don't think he's, he's like, missing cuts. Um, I know, yeah. He got cut at plus 13 at the players. Arnold Palmer Invitational. He got cut plus 5. And then, obviously, at the Genesis, he blew that lead. So, yeah. Um, I don't know when he gets back, but we'll see. Denny McCarthy had an ace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Henrik Norlander was my, uh, dark horse pick. That was, that was, like, an all-time move. Jason Day was contending. That was fun. Phil Mickelson made the cut for, like, the first time. Like, feels like ever. Uh, there was a while there I felt like Shamble was gonna go back-to-back. -back. Uh, and he got really close. Yeah. Again, it was Westwood and, um, Bryson DeChambeau. So... I don't know, but... <laughs> that was, like, one and two going into, uh, Sunday. But then, um, Thomas comes out of nowhere, Harmon joins the party, and, uh, Doug Gim, the Gim Reaper, uh, <laughs> he was looking pretty good. Um, oh, some guys that made the cut. Just a short list. Victor Hovland, Carlos Ortiz, Rory McIlroy, Henrik Norlander, Maverick McNeely, Burn, um, Sam Burns, Cameron Champ, Xander Shoffley, uh, Ian Poulter, Russell Henley, Alex Norton, Norin, Norin, Francisco Molinari, Cam Tringali, Sam Ryder, Tony Finau, Tommy Fleetwood, that, that was that was a tough one. Webb Simpson, Max Homa, Gary Woodland, Terrell Hatton, Hideki Matsuyama, Kevin Kisner, Patrick Canley, Ricky Fowler, and Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> Chris Kirk is just doing great. Um. <laughs> Sunday, I said, three-stroke lead with 16 to play for Westwood. It'll be interesting to see how he messes this up. It was interesting. <laughs> it was a very similar leaderboard as last week. Corey Connors. Tyler Gooch actually got, uh, he was top six, so yeah. Wow. Island Green was in, um, full form. So that was good to see. But yeah, Thomas won his first one in, like, ages. Apparently my, uh, DJ ruined my theory, but yeah. What was he at the... I can't remember his last win. He did get 15th at the uh, workday. Got cut at the Genesis. 13th at the Phoenix. He got cut in Abu Dhabi. Uh, oh, he was third tournament of champions. 
was last one twelfth at the OHL Classic. Fourth at the Masters. But it's not like he was close. Tied second at the Zozo. Twelfth uh, at the CJ Cup. Eighth at the US Open. Oh, second Tour Championship. Wow, 25th BMW Championship. He's really good at making cuts. <laughs> yeah, um, 49th at the Northern Trust. He was 37th PGA Championship. He got... Load. Oh, he won the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational back on August 2nd, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was, um... He did a drought. But wow, I think it was, like, the lowest odds he'd ever had. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of crazy. So, that, that's what happened in sports last week. Um, we'll be... Might be... We'll have a sweet 16, I think, when we come back. And we will also be very, very close to opening day. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I literally was this close to forgetting to preview the uh, Honda Classic. Alright. Honda Classic. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. Okay, so some guys are like Schwartzel solely for the name. Oh, wait, I've said that. Tringali, never, never give up. Let's look at who's in this though. KJ Choi, some interesting ones actually. Gim Reaper, we're using that totally. Um, actually, not the most stacked of fields because everyone's tired from the players. Poulter, Adam Scott, Joaquin, Fratelli. Hey, Shane again. Oh, Mickelson. No, no, no. My list is gonna look weird. Nate Lashley, CT Pan. I, CT Pan, I just like, he's got the different flag than everybody else, so. Mark Hubbard. Oh, Gooch. Uh, another Norwegian guy, Ventura. No, really? Not that many. Oh, Rafa, Cabarabeo. Kyung. Yeah, no, this is a pretty bad feel. Eric Van Royen, Russell Knox. Oh, Daniel Berger. He might be the favorite. Lee Westwood. It's probably actually the favorite, honestly, the way he's playing. Furyk, Ricky, Sanjay. Uh, Henrik Stenson. I don't know if anybody's ever gotten last place and then gone on one, so I'm not sure about Henrik, but. Uh, Maverick. Oh, that'll be fun. Bo Van Pelt. Harry Higgs. Now, uh, now, like, golf nerds know who he is. Alex Norin. Malnati? I was kind of like Malnati. Norlander. I don't know. Maybe he could bounce back. Uh, we're, we're not with Kaimu. <laughs> we're gonna. We're not gonna go down that route. I thought that said Brooks Kepka for a second. It actually said uh, Chase Kepka. Oh, he's Kepka's brother. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. So we'll be back with a list uh, right after.
honestly, probably the most wide open tournament of the year. Ah, uh, which is why we have our most wide open, or largest, or whatever, amount of, uh, contenders this year. So, the 13 people per- the word is person? Person list. We have, uh, Cam Tringali, who's almost reached running joke status. Gim Reaper, just because I feel like he's like a top five most talented guy in this. Poulter just has experience. Joaquin's really hot. Gooch was top six last week. Rafa's got experience. Kung Hoon Lee. Ah, uh, it's Kung. He's probably the best player in this. Chris Kirk is so hot. I like Sam Ryder. Burgers won this year, so yeah. Lee Westwood just backs back runner ups. Sung JM, one of the best players. And Henrik Norlander, because of the bounce back. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Um, that would be that kind of a shorter podcast. Uh, just a reminder. This will also be aired on the Yak Dish. And, yeah, Yak Dish. You can get it on Yak Radio if you want. And, um, we're... Music. Oh wait, I need music. Yeah, let me get my side whistle. Here we go. Ready? This is uh. Did you hear the clang? Yep. Official uh intro. Intro. It's like the intro, but it's like the end. I should trademark that. I should totally trademark. Yeah, you should trademark that. All right. Uh, podcast happens. Yep. Listen on Yak Dish. Loyola coming Sunday. Maybe. I don't even know. But trailer's up. You can listen to that. Bird and Bird. Sure. We're gonna have something. And, uh, yep. Alright. There it is. Do-do-do-do-do.